This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ninth Realm. It's an Age of Sigmar podcast brought to you by Frontline Gaming and Scott. And me? I'm bringing it to you? Scott? Sweet. He's part of Frontline Gaming at this point. He is now. We've unofficially yeah. adopted him. Although these, yes. two, these two yahoos wore green shirts to a show that is green screen. That is true. Professionalism. I, I, I don't know any better. See, at its finest. I was on the fence about Scott joining the Frontline Gaming team until I saw him in the tick jean jacket. Which... Then, good. now I want yeah. him to be my Yo, boss. Oh, yeah. Turn around. Do it we're like, you're in. You're in. It was a birthday present That's all you for my know. wife, because she's the best. Now, if you were just, like, smoking a cigarette, it'd be over. I'd be like, raise her out. You're not the boss anymore. Ah, oh, damn it. Cigarette? It'd be so cool. How would... How, how Cigar, could you be, how else? pipe, cigarette. Yeah. If you had an old school, like... That's how you get cooler. Sherlock Holmes pipe? Not no. Sherlock Holmes from no. the new movies, because those were terrible. Like, old school classic. Don't have one Debatable. Fair enough. Fair enough. So anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us and gals. I'm sure there's some of you out there that are also enjoying Age of Sigmar. Uh, thank you for joining us for the show. We hope you enjoy what is to come your way. If you are watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you like and didn't like. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, also please leave us a comment. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we like to read the comments. I always go through the show notes on, online to see what people are saying. Absolutely. Okay. Scott actually responds to him, too. Well, I didn't respond this week. He, he got to all of them before mm. I did. Yes, I have been Johnny on the spot lately. But there's a lot to talk about, so we'll go ahead and dive in. First of all, uh, first order of business is we are giving all of this lovely stuff that you see in front of you away. If you are listening, close your eyes and come with me on a journey of the imagination. Wait. We have Shadow War Armageddon, the, yeah. game, the game that sold, that, out, that sold in out like an hour. We have Damn one it. that we are giving away, the complete set. Oh, it's not missing the terrain? It's yeah. not missing the terrain. I thought I took it out. I we stopped not. you. Wow. Yeah. We stopped you. Uh, we're also giving away three uh, Vanguard kits for Stormcast Eternal. We have, so good. They're, they're awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we have three different kits. And probably the coolest thing, we have a fully painted Glockkin from the FLG Paint Studio. It's, it's beautifully yeah, painted. Yeah, it looks awesome. It's got green gook in there. Custom basing and yep. to... Uh, I don't really like this part very much, but it is kind of funny. The artist decided to throw a free people um, um, squad member. Or, uh, yeah. just I don't know if he was a halberdier or what, but he's a, a former free people, now a corpse. He's missing an arm. He's been stomped on, obviously. Yeah. He, a puddle of goo. He is dead. Oh, he was a pistolier. That's what he was. Oh, and, that's uh, too bad. He's dead now, and <laughs> I think he got pooped on by the uh, Glockin. So... I don't like that very much, but then you have a little piece of my army on the base, and you can laugh about it forever in his yellow and black tights. Yellow and black tights. He didn't make it. He did not make it. Most of them don't. I well, find that there's a high casualty rate in, uh, in the old free people, but... That's you know, true with most armies. When you're armed with a sharp stick and a will to win, your odds of uh, survival are pretty low. And a low save. Yeah. yeah. Six-up save, usually. <laughs> So anyway, uh, please make sure to join in on this competition. Uh, the only thing you have to do is sign up for our newsletter. If you go to frontlinegaming.org and you click on the blog post associated with the giveaway, 
sign up for the newsletter, you will be entered in to win. If you're already subscribing to our newsletter, you're already entered in to win. Yes. So we're going to run this until May 2nd, at which point we will find the five winners and we will announce it, of course, in the newsletter uh, on that same day, May 2nd. How are you going to find the winner? Randomly? It's going to be randomly. Do you have like cards? I don't have. Like, have access to? I don't have a deck of cards that you big. Could cha- oh. Do we have one of those big roller things like a lottery? They don't have enough ping pong balls to fit into that. We're gonna so have to use it. Online. We're gonna use a random number. Right, too bad. Yeah. Look at this guy already trying to game the system. He's like, what? Which, which one are you going to use? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm I recommend... out enough. I'm on the the list of people who are on your newsletter. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Not an official employee, even though the jacket is making me really. Second guess that you almost get, adopted me. Get rid of somebody else and bring you on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scott's like, I've got a at a Scott dot number generator dot biz. Yeah. Hit me up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Use that one. It's perfect. It works every time. So which number am I on the uh, mailing list? All so, them. yeah, all you have to do is join our mailing list, and what we will do is spam the hell out of you. Ha, just kidding. Mm. We send out usually one, at the very most, two newsletters a week, and we let people know about what's going on with Frontline Gaming in terms of events, yep. uh, sales, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, New we, stuff coming up, what you got going on. Yeah. It's it's really informative. It's, very, it's a quick read. It's fun. It's all gaming stuff. So... If that sounds good, if you would like to receive a newsletter and possibly and you want to, I mean, win, I like to think they're well made since I write them. <laughs> I enjoy them. Last, the last one I left a uh, a link to sign up for the newsletter service that we use. Whoops, didn't delete that out. But mm. uh, <laughs> typically speaking, they're very professional. So yeah, take that, take a look at that, and you'll be entered in to win one of these very cool prizes. Sounds great. I I, I hope I can win something. Well, you can, Jason, and I cannot. Although It'll I be really unfortunate if Scott does win something. I'll yeah, it would actually be. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you know. You should probably toss mine out. The odds are not in your favor. <laughs> no, they're no. not. They're not. We will definitely, uh, it'll be exciting to see who wins. We'll send it out in the newsletter first, and then we'll announce it on um, on the, the various podcasts after that, of course. I think we had a sixth prize, though. Wasn't it a photo of um, Pablo on a bearskin rug? Yes, yeah. he has a nice set of uh, boxer briefs. Nice. I'm going to assume the there were certain regulations that stopped that from actually happening. Yeah, I, it yeah. was too hot that's to a, handle. That's, a, that's yeah. unfortunate. Too hot to it was X-rated. Is what his, it, was. it was actually his wife was like, that's for me only. And we were like, okay. Fair enough. It was rhino themed. I guess. It right. was. It was. I was going to go further with that, but we're, we're not. It stopped right to. there. So at any rate, let's jump in and talk about some exciting stuff. GW has announced that the Caradron Overlords will be coming out in the very near future, uh, possibly on the 15th. That might be a good day to come by Frontline Gaming and check for new content. You know, they, they put it on their site, pre-order next week. And they yeah. put it up this week, so I'm assuming 15th, and that's what they said on their Facebook page. So. And in the video that they put up, they actually yeah, announced you know. it. So. Yeah. It's not a rumor, it's just, it is. It is indeed. And uh, we may or may not have some cool stuff to talk about on the 15th, so please be sure to tune in. And check it out at frontlinegaming.org. Cool. But uh, what are you guys excited about the Carriage Run Overlords the most? Getting to see them on the other side of the table shoot my people off the table. That's what I'm excited about. Okay. No, just cool new model line. Everybody's excited about it. Who's into dwarves? Everybody wants to get them. Tons of people have been waiting for a steampunk, steam, whatever, Dwarden release, and this is it. And it couldn't have been cooler. So The, the models are absolutely fantastic. What, what are you looking forward to, Jason? Um, the airships, of course. It reminds me of Final Fantasy like so much in a good way. Yeah. I think it's great. I, I'm actually really excited for the rules. I've had I've gotten to cheat a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, the the rules are, are, are they're pretty cool. Um, uh, I like them quite a bit. It's exciting 
for the future of the game as well. When you see a new yeah. faction like this come out with all new models, I mean, it really just shows they can do anything, right? We're not going to be stuck with, even though I do like the revamps of, of some of the old stuff that was brought over from the fantasy line, a lot of it is nice to see these brand new factions come out, and I'm really excited to see what they're going to do uh, for the next one. I yeah. agree. This is the the first, you know, well, no, it's not the first. It's it's the third brand new faction, but Stormcast Eternals were definitely fit in the fantasy theme, right? Yeah. Like they weren't they weren't um the old world, definitely not. Mm-hmm. They're more kind of like uh, you know, more like what well, describes like mythic heroes, not Yes. more like the the Greek stories then. Even I think fantasy. even more Beyond like, that, like from the year part of the god itself, yeah, from the exactly. year forty thousand. Like say. the Argonauts definitely didn't look like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but uh, this is like a complete departure from what we had. Mm-hmm. Although at the end of Warhammer Fantasy, a lot of the models did start to look like this. Yeah. We did see them, like you know, the the, the uh, Empire Engineer on a mechanical steed. Well, and the, the new lines horse. of dwarves that came out with the last book had some some stuff like heavy this. steampunk yeah. feel. Well, yeah, just the, the way they've the gone with this with that came out. You know, cities in the sky and everything else. Who knows what's next? Yeah, I mean, they're they're really setting the bar of you can't really guess what's going to come because we put dwarves in literal floating space stations. Kind, kind I mean, not really in, in space, but no. their cities are flying through the air. And they pass through the realms that way out there and everything. Yeah, so I think that's cool. I like it. Yeah. Right. Like I, I dig the very like like we're going for it. Like this is not. A high fantasy Lord of the Rings clone. This is a whole new thing. I think yeah. it's great. I'm very excited to see what they do with it, and uh, we'll talk more about that when when we're able to. Yep. Uh, that's as far as we're going to go this week. But of course, next week we'll we'll really dig in to it. And again, make sure to tune into Frontline Gaming on Saturday, the 15th, and uh, you might have a pleasant surprise if you're interested in the Carriage and Overlords. Yeah, and we'll be taking pre-orders. We will awesome. also be taking pre-orders. That's a good thing you can take. Well, of course. Yeah. Frontlinegaming.org or call us 888-781-5120 and we'll be happy to take that order, although we're usually not here on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> also, Blades of Corn. Did you guys see the uh, the game that GW streamed, Blades of Corn versus Stormcast Eternals? No, I was busy this morning running around doing other stuff. And, but I, it was all corn all day, so I will be watching that tomorrow. Yeah, so the, they had uh, Blades of Corn versus Stormcast Eternals. They were running that uh, battalion I was talking about that I thought sounded crazy. Where they all moved two to six inches. Okay. Blades of Corn, the Corn Army went first. They were halfway up the table before the game even started. Mm. Well, that's what they need to because they have to get their hands on you. I mean, but that's like full. That's full blast. Yeah. Like, every model in the battalion, which can be your whole army, mm-hmm. gets a two to six inch move every hero phase. Well, and if you use one of the demon commands, you get plus one. To- to the run, and you get to charge after. Well, it. and you can bloodstoke them and every other thing. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Really, really, really powerful army. They ended up tying the game. But um, the new Stormcast Eternals are, are brutal. They're really good. Yeah. So, yeah. I, a lot of the new battalions just they have answers to that. So, it's a good back and forth there. Yeah, absolutely. I think the new Blades of Corn are going to be really good. We were speculating that they're going to be a really good faction. We haven't had a chance to play them yet, mm-hmm. but they look excellent. And then, uh, of course, the Disciples of Zinch are kicking everyone's butt. I-, I think that's the most powerful army in the game right now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they, they're throwing out all those mortals from those uh, Skyfires, the... Well, the, 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 well, the, the, the Destiny groups, dice. The Destiny dice, yeah. manipulating things. We've been seeing the Zinch, Disciples of Zinch, like, tabling people. Like, you got de- essentially de- defeated on the first turn. The first player's hero phase. Yeah. 
And yeah. that was almost game over at that point. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I played that same army. It's brutal. Uh, it turns out a couple things was, was not being done exactly correctly, but no big deal. Mm. Um, they're new, and once you play them a few yeah. times, it's yeah. there are a lot of things coming up. Even with the new corn book, I'm getting asked questions because one of the battalions has a three to seven <laughs> rule, and uh, apparently you can't add any more units to it if, unless you add three. Got That's it. kind of the scuttlebutt coming down from people who have answered rule questions before on mm. the forums who work for the company, but it's not official yet, so. Well, we'll have to uh, wait and see on that, but it looks really good. If you're a corn player, definitely check it out. Obviously, again, you can order that from Frontline Gaming. And we have a couple of people that we know that are jumping over from 40K because of the book. Right, oh yeah? Yeah. And one of our one of our painters has like been insanely oh, yeah. like, into just, painting and ask me about the that. corn, his corn army, yeah. Yeah, he's already gotten like a ton of work done right. on a lot of the corn models that have been floating around the studio. So you'll definitely be seeing those in video battle reports. In the not distant future, and as a matter of fact, Mariana, the, the lovely and talented, is currently editing a video battle report between Frankie and Brandon, one of our painters. The it's death versus um, dwarves, but uh, the, the the death army is not painted, so we apologize for that. But it's going to be amazing. Or the dwarf army. The dwarf army is like half painted. Yeah. Uh, but so bear yeah. with us. People have been asking for video battle reports left and right, and we're working with what we got. Yeah. And of what course. we got is not painted armies yet. <laughs> so. Yeah. It is what it is. We, we're extraordinarily busy, but we wanted yeah. to bring you some. It's a really good game. Yes. Really good game. And there's another one uh, coming down the pipe. My new Free People's Army versus Frankie Stormcast Patrol Army. Uh, brutal game. Absolutely order brutal order. game. Yeah. Absolutely brutal game. But uh, the new Free People's list uh, is devastating. And is he still using the Big Dragon he, that list? It, the Star Drake is the bane of my existence. And he had a, a relic on it that gives it minus two... To shooting, which is idiotic. Minus two to shooting. <laughs> Minus yet. two to shooting. I have a nice. shooting army, but that's not why I think it's bad. Because my army can usually get buffs to overcome it. Like the cunning ruck, as I read it, would literally not be able to shoot him. Yeah. That is not because there is no six always hits rule no. officially in the rule. South Coast put one in, but yes. that's not that needs that's not a thing. That needs to be a thing because you you could have armies yeah. that can't interact with it and that is like that is what drove that is what drove me crazy with 7th edition 40k yeah that is not fun that you're is not rolling fun. a bunch of dice and you don't do anything or you now to be fair though roll. it's also not fun to play against the cunning rock that's actually a good point well it's but just because it's so that's slow also, that's a deliberate. jerk that's a jerk list as well well any like any any time you have a situation where somebody can't literally can't affect the other model that is bad that is yes. bad, bad, bad. Yeah, I mean, you should always be able to hit. There should be a rule of six, just like the rule of one. I think yeah. that'd be nice if that was put into that'd be really General's Handbook 2, um, if you guys are listening in uh, yeah. jolly old England, wherever you are. Well, minus I'm two to hit anyway is brutal. Because most things hit on a four with shooting <laughs> attacks. And it's like the Star Trek's already hard to kill. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's that's on. It was... <laughs> like, when we saw that artifact, we were like, that is the no-brainer choice. Oh, my Star Trek minus two to hit with missile weapons. Hmm. Which is what you want to do. So my army was having a good time with that. But uh, definitely make sure to keep your eye out. That will be coming out probably in the next week. All right. Uh, other news. Further news. The, yeah. the Mutalith Vortex, Vortex Beast. Beast and mm -hmm. the uh, Slaughter. Brute. No, Slaughter Brute, thank you. Yep. They've been given uh, new keywords. Keywords. Yep. One has corn and one has each. I think you know who has what there. Obviously, the Vortex Beast has the uh, Zinch keyword, which is great, because as soon as I got the army, I have like a little pieces of everything, and I have one of those sitting around. I'm like, it'd be great to throw them in, and he, there's no keyword I could give him at the time. Now, I have a keyword. I can throw them right in. 
which th this is a big deal because it means that they can be affected by anything that affects models with the Zinch keyword. Uh, you can use destiny dice on them. There's all number, uh, all manner of things that you can do with this. Mm -hmm. And then of course, the uh, slaughter brute. The slaughter brute getting the corn keyword means you can use it with the blades of corn. And he can benefit from all of the various benefits and, 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 and amazing stuff. You can stick him in they some get. of these battalions. Uh, really good. You can use him to generate uh, blood tithe and all kinds of fun stuff. Really yeah. good. Yeah, uh, and, and just cool-looking models. So to see these on the battlefield is going to be pretty yeah. a, a treat, I think, for everybody. Well, and I, I know a few people who have them done up for their siege army. They'll be just yeah. thrilled that they'll throw them on the table all of a sudden. Well, did, did I misspeak? Can you put him in some of the... Because do, do those battalions require that you um, put him in Bloodbound? A lot of them are named. Yeah. I think yeah. some one's of them demons, you have to be demons, one maybe, one's Bloodbound. One may be Bloodbound, which means <clears throat> you can't lump him in, but you can but still, still be take part him. of it. Yeah. He <clears throat> so doesn't you, break the um, allegiance. Right, so, so. you can still be a corn army. <clears throat> Pardon me. So uh, we'll double check that, but you may not be able to stick him in one of the battalions. So, But this give, breathes a little bit more life into these models. Yep. And the, 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 the Vortex Beast especially is... Brutal. It has abilities like every hero phase you roll a die and units within 15 inches you can like permanently slow their movement, permanently do damage um, to them. You do decent spawn, turn them into spawn. Um, you could make it so that the rest of the game, if you roll a one with that unit each turn you roll a die, they can't do anything that turn. Yeah, that's uh, devastating. Yeah, like if you do that to like uh, Nagash or the Star Drake, you're like, oh look at that, you're out of the game for a turn in a five turn game. Perfect model to throw in, tie up some side of the board and just have them randomly rolling things on units. No, you guys can't move this turn up. They're going to take damage and they have to deal with him. Yeah. Because he's just tossing around that mess. Pretty pretty brutal. Uh, definitely want to take another look at these models and consider putting one into your Chaos Army because, yeah, they're pretty solid. Yeah, I agree. Pretty solid. Uh, we have any other news, Scott? Anything else that's uh, hot and uh, going Oh. Yeah. New faction for Shadespire was announced. They're going to tell us on Thursday. So when you guys are hearing this, you'll already know what it's going to be. And I mean, it'd be nice to guess at it right now. I'm I'm hoping they'll see it's underground. It's messy. They gave it kind of an elf aesthetic, but I'll still go with something Skaven. Okay. Because it's underground. It's it's kind of a, a dark thing that might be decent for a guess. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Shadespire is. Will, oh, Shadespire is the new. It's the new. Uh, it's for it's, like, like the it's a deck. Quest, it's a deck right? builder with like uh, miniatures. Miniatures and you, it's a quick it's, game. Yeah, it's supposedly you can play 15, 20 minutes in a round mm -hmm. and go through your rounds that way. So it's meant for kind of a magic experience tournament oh, type got setting. It. Okay, you're supposed so to play two out of three. Bring okay. your stuff, play <laughs> your games, and you match up got with it. somebody else. It's specifically meant for a match. Got it. Sorry, so it takes all fun. my abilities to be kept up on Age of Sigmar. Honestly. <laughs> This um, is uh, GW's new game that they want to come out as a tournament game. It's yeah. a deck builder, and you have miniatures. Yeah, and, and, and a good guess might be something elfy, because the main view of it and the architecture has elf overtones in it. Okay. And artifacts and stuff that fit there, the A-elf uh, stuff. So. Cool. Well, I'm excited to see what we get. Uh, keep your eyes peeled to the GW community page tomorrow, and we will all find out together. Mm -hmm. So, Scott, you went to a couple of uh, tournaments this past weekend. I did, and this is part of our walk about the realms. Boop, 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 boop. I just, I did it. Yeah, good. I, I just threw it in there. I think we can probably fit some into the harmonize it in post. Ooh, Ooh. yeah, you like that yeah. technical term? Yeah. Like those those uh, singers who can't really sing, they put on stage and auto tune it. Auto -tune it. Mm. Sounds good to me. I think Mariana. Yeah, um, one was on the other side of Los Angeles Ventura area, um, run at Green Tower Games, and it was 
really well run. It was enjoyable. Uh, played three rounds. I had uh, lost first round to tree people. Don't like tree people. To Michael Fox. And Michael Fox. Uh, well known around here. And won my next two. Um, one was against a Zenith Army, actually. Managed to, to put them down. I got nice. a, a crucial double turn. My Maw Crusher got in on Wounded mm -hmm. in, in one turn, oh. and I actually doubled up on that turn. Drink his battle So that was pretty bad. Went to town. Yeah. No, I gave him um, the one where when he... Uh, it wasn't Battle Brew. I gave Battle Brew to the little guy. Got it. No, I gave him the amulet. Got it. And then the command, or the more, if he takes damage, he starts getting better. Oh, yes. So, and that worked out really well. And uh, last one was uh, Zach, Zach Lopez, and he had basically a mixed plague-type army. So he had some Skaven, and he had some uh, Blight Kings. Was he taking the Plague Claw for, uh, Battalion? With the three catapults? No, catapult. no, oh. no catapults. Because you combo that with... Uh, with um, the Tallyman, um, tally, yeah, you know, Tallyman. I'm drawing a blank, but uh, they rack up kills really quickly. They'll get your tally up super fast, and they'll buff the rest of the army. That's a combo I've been thinking about doing myself. Yeah, those I, I those catapults are messy. Now yeah. it wouldn't be so great against my army. They are in just smaller numbers. The bigger the numbers, the better that thing does. It, it is a little bit less effective, but it's still pretty brutal. It's, it's rim two yeah. d six damage. Oh, still good. It's not bad. I mean, it's you know, it's no hellstone rocket battery. <laughs> but what is? You know, you know what I'm saying. Nothing else is. No, that thing is. Pretty good. And then I headed all the way up to the Bay Area for one run by uh, John Fearhelm mm -hmm. at uh, one of the uh, castle game castles. Game, castle. game okay. castles. And that was uh, sixteen people showed up that one. The first one was twelve. This one was sixteen. Nice. Uh, won the first round again against uh, a Zinch army. Yeah, Adrian Phillips, good friend of, of mine. And Second FLG. one was Tree People again, and they beat me. Both of the Tree I'm People ones. A I, mm. I made bad moves in both of them. I didn't realize with this game against uh, Jacob, I didn't realize they can um, come on any edge of the board as well as trees. I had the trees fairly well blocked, and this was um, Blood and Glory, so it's four points to hold. I had it fairly well blocked from the trees, and he comes in on one side of the board. You're like, oh. And next turn walks up because he can only come up to six inches, which means he can't control it because it's a twelve. And but I couldn't do anything about it. And he double turned, and that was it. Mm. He took the other two from me, as I was about to take the others, and I failed a, a leadership check on some pigs. So he ran off, handing it over to the other side. It's like oh, so close. So it was a, it was a tough loss. And then a Stormcast player uh, used the new battalion with the flying guys and won my last game with the major there. It was using the paladins with the uh, prosecutors to yeah. combo. That's really good. Two groups of ten. Yeah. And he had one set for monster killers, so my maw crusher was in, in jeopardy. And one, of course, the retributors with the hammers. A group of ten of those. Yeah, brutal. Well, it sounds like fun, and you were playing Iron Jaws. Uh, what did you have in your list? Um, maw crusher, a beast, or a war boss, and the shaman, and the... Drummer, the, the on. yeah, the war priest, or war priest, yeah, yeah, the, the war chanter, yeah, war chanter. Um, then one group of ten with two-handed wet, the two-handed weapons, and two groups of five with one hand with one chop of each. Is this brutes or brutes? Okay, brutes. You had twenty brutes. I had twenty brutes on the table. Yeah, a group sad. of ten, two group of five, mm -hmm. one group of ten um, ard boys, which I've got to build some with shields because really the only thing they're good for is sitting on something. I keep yeah. thinking back to black orcs and I go run them into something and they. Just whiff. Right. I just have to think they're a placeholder with 20 wounds. I just right. need to build shields and stick them on them and forget trying to fight with them. Mm -hmm. And then uh, one group of Gorgrunas, three, to round out a, a complete um, Iron Fist. Yep. So I get the extra move. 
And that was that was key. Most of the battles I won, I got those high rolls on that so I could actually do a first round charge or position myself so I can get an even better charge the next round. That that was that was a big big deal for winning the games is getting him, getting those people all in the right places with those two dice. Because all the five core units, used to be core now, battle line units, mm -hmm. they get the two dice in the hero phase to move. Which is pretty damn speedy. Yeah. Uh, well, well done, and I'm sure it's great that you're out there supporting the tournament scene, getting your points. Where are you at in the ITC now? Oh, uh, you must be doing well because you have like five events under your belt. So I would imagine that your score is looking pretty three. good. Three, one with destruction and two with iron jaws. Nice. Okay. Well, well done. Yeah, thank you. Thank That's you. awesome. Yeah, who won those events? Um, the first one was uh, Sam, mm -hmm. who had uh, was the same guy you guys played. Yeah, very good player. Uh, he won the first one, and he was on the top of the boards Saturday night. Yeah. He was very excited about that. Wanted to make sure I mentioned it, because <laughs> he knew when I went up to Frisco, the other guy who was right under him was playing in that tournament, and now he's back on top. Uh, Michael, I don't remember the last. Michael. We'll, we'll pull it up when we go over the, yeah. the rankings. But, uh, but he's well, back on top, and, and now Sam's right under him. Well, well done to Sam, <laughs> uh, getting into second place. And for a little bit, being in first place. Yep. Awesomely done. So we have another uh, rumor mill photo looking good. Oh, and uh, Sam plays, uh, obviously, Beast Claw Raiders with Moon Clan Grots, but what did uh, Mike play? Uh, I think he was playing Zinch. I didn't okay. get to actually face him. Gotcha. Makes he sense. was a nice guy. He greeted me and talked to me before mm -hmm. the, we all started. And John ran a real tight tournament. It was like two-hour rounds, no gap in between. We started at noon. I was out the door by 6.15. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Then that's, and and that's, I bought something yeah. with my uh, winnings. Uh, right. He did. He's doing a... He's doing a thing up there, actually, I might copy, where they're um, rewarding people who put out played, uh, painted models. Not a whole painted army, just a painted unit. Mm -hmm. And he put you in a drawing, and just just random drawing for a paint prize. Nice. That's cool. So that everybody who's trying to improve on their tabletop presence as far as paint goes has a chance to win, rather than the guy who paints the best or the guy who has right. this whole nice. army done. Because I've, I've won best painted a few tournaments because I'm the only guy out there with all of my stuff right. done. Right. right. And Which so yeah, it's kind of like by default. I'm like, eh, okay, the thanks. Game is, you know, <laughs> the game is so young right now that it's like you want to get people it to come in and play, which means you have to be a little bit more lenient on paint. Yeah, right? and well, and there's a lot of guys who are playing who they're brand new. They just put this together. Yeah, they're just exactly. getting it done. So you do have to kind of and you don't want to dampen their enthusiasm no. by telling them they can't come, right? Like it's going to be a couple more years before you can really strictly say. You, you cannot put your models on the table unless they're fully painted on Yeah, I'd say so. But, and, and also, it just encourages those new players. I would, I would never say for one day not to put somebody on the table who's painted, but I might have rules in there about paint and points or paint and getting trophies. Right. But I wouldn't say no to somebody because, I mean, how many guys are joining this game? How fast is it growing? Where somebody walked in and said, that's the coolest looking box, and now the store owner can tell them, yeah, you can play it right out of the box. Yep. That, that unit you loved, the whole thing, yeah. Put it together, find a buddy, you can play yeah, you, you want to be inclusive. It's the same thing with the, the basing debate. Like, let's give it another year or two before we say you have to have round bases. Like, just, let's just be patient. Yeah. yeah you, it's, you, um, you don't want to turn people away. Gonzalez was talking about that for next year. Adepticon is trying to push for round bases yeah. on everything. Yep. As the, uh, the great Big Nasty B once said, just pull it out and play with it. That is advice that, that I'm never gonna you're not going to forget. Yep. I, I never forgot it. Yeah, I'm never going to either. <laughs> yep. But you're referring to your models, of course. So what about oh. this, guys? This is a picture from the rumor mill. Yeah. And that looks like Grubby from Teddy Rupskin. It does. 
Yeah, it's a bunch of lined up feet. Looks like it has pustules on it, maybe, and pits. So I'm thinking Nurgle. It looks Nurgly. Well, maybe yeah, the Nurgle turtle will death because be... it looks like a shell over the end of it. I no it's supposed idea. to be Nurgle releases fairly soon. I think it's everyone's seen the rumors. Yeah, there's for that. a 40k one, but is there one coming out? Nurgle has some of the best looking models in the game already, yeah. like the Putrid Black Kings. Oh my gosh, yeah. good. I mean, we just we just got. Uh, the corn battle tome, we have the zinch battle tome. It wouldn't surprise me if we saw a Nurgle battle tome. Just yeah. to get and we don't know how far out this is. And, and, I mean, this I could mean be... if you're going to do something for 40k, you might as well do it for Age of Sigmar at the same you time. You can do it yeah. at the same time. Right. If you're going to um, update that, um, what's the model for Nurgle that's been around forever? I sold the metal one. He's little and he's stumpy now. Is it a greater demon? The, the great, 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 great and clean one. That's great so small. Clean one. <laughs> well, the, the, the Forge World one is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Pop a Nurgle. Oh, I love that. But the old one, yeah, is terrible. The, the really old one that's like... The it's so the... tiny, yeah. So we're gonna guess this is Nurgle again. We don't know. Some sort of new monstrous. Maybe they're new Calvary sluggy yeah. with all those legs. That'd be cool if he was like a turtle, like from like uh, Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like some sort of turtle monster. So we'll see. I... A centipede turtle monster. Yeah, well, but what if it ties in with the other kind of nautical theme stuff we've seen? Mm. I just I like a turtle. There you go. I, I just don't. I just don't see like it a turtle the way monster. It looks, but maybe. It's a Nurgle turtle. Well, the other part monster. was piece of a shell, so maybe this yeah. goes with that. You know what, guys? I like turtles. Turtles. Me too. All I right, like the let's reference. see this. Let's see the, the random war scroll. Random war scroll. Again, Scott chooses this by rolling a d20. Uh, rolling the, the appropriate dice for the appropriate in places. the jacket of that jean jacket. Yeah. Or the sure, pocket of the jean that's jacket. It. Here we go. Um, Dragon, Dragon ogres. I love these models. Yeah, they're great models. Ogors. And they go on oh, nice whoops. big bases. Yeah, right. Dragon ogors, yes. Yep. And, so, yeah. right out the gates, these guys don't hit as hard as they look like they will. It's a cavalry. <laughs> they have a lot of yeah. they have a lot yeah. of attacks, but they are no minotaurs. No, no, they're not minotaurs. No. They don't hit hard enough. They don't do they don't do the job. So, what, what do we like about these guys besides the models are absolutely bitching? I like that the wizard can do a spell to heal them. If you got a wizard around, yep, they, he hits them with a lightning bolt. And then he heals them. So that is good. They have a four of save. That's good. They have five wounds. They move eight. God, yeah. this is another disappointing cavalry unit that moves slower. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's, what is it? They're part, part of their micro faction. Them and their leader make their own faction in their battle line if you just feel them. But then you can't use the wizard heal. You don't get any buffs for them because basically they don't do anything for each other per se. You, you use these if you have the models. Yeah. They they're, look amazing. They're awesome. And they're the new kits that came out. I mean, new, relatively, kits, relatively speaking. Yeah. yeah, they are. We, we want these guys to get updated rules. Make them hit harder. They look like they should be absolutely brutal. I give know. them keywords so you can shove them in with the other groups as they go. Just give add one damage to all their attacks except their four claws and then go rend another rend on everything. Yeah. And I think you, you're, you now you've got something. They... they yeah. It's just another one of the older models brought over that just did not get... But these totally fit in Age of Sigmar. Like, yeah. These guys completely fit in the, the, the setting. I think you want to go with the Warglaive. Oh, I mean, yeah, no it, question. It has the Rend 1. And 2-inch reach. 2-inch reach, and what you need on cavalry. Most cavalry, while being very lackluster in attacking, are also have 1-inch ranged weapons for some reason. Well, but 2-inch reach doesn't do them any particular good because you have well, to get within you... a half-inch to charge. You can reach. You, you can, can reach over. Through, uh, so one of them has line. to be. One of them has to be skirting whatever units between you and them. Well, it means you can. So you, you can, can reach over reach. the guy behind them. Yeah, you, like yeah. if you have a screen, you can go through the screen and get the unit behind them. Well, you, it doesn't you, come in ha in handy all the time. Yeah. But. yeah. I guess you want to set them up so your units charge and they're close enough to yeah. pile in and help. 
But from a charge perspective, one of them has to get close enough for the rest of them to be able to get it behind the line of guys. Fair enough. For that reach. I, I've always wondered, two reach on most of these is odd because if oh you God. had enough to reach through, you just can't. They hit on fours, too. Yeah. These guys are terrible. Uh, it's a cavalry. Uh, just... I give it I give it not one, <laughs> but two thumbs down. Not going to feel these anytime soon? Two thumbs up on the looks, two thumbs down on the on what's on the inside. So yeah, I, right. and I think it would be great to feel but the I thought looks narrative are event. what mattered. Oh, yeah. Put out the, their boss, put out them as their as line units, and you just have them as a narrative thing. But yeah, you, otherwise, no. Mm. <laughs> this is like a metaphor for life. Just because they look good doesn't mean that they're going to be good. Yeah, they're going to be you know good. What I'm you never want to date the pretty girls. They're always too much hassle. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been told. So anyway. Everyone said I'm a hassle, so you know. Yeah. That's, you are a pretty girl. That was <laughs> dis- disappointing. Date a person with a, a cool jean jacket. It is pretty And you'll be cold. happy the rest of your life. All right. So we got a couple of events coming up. We've got the Broadside Bash coming up at the end of the month. Um, and then we also have the SoCal Open. That uh, Registration will be opening yep. up yep. right after that. So let's talk about the Broadside Bash first. That this is a it's double digit year event. It's like year ten or eleven, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They, they're yeah. They had eleven or twelve. I I've never been able to go because they always put it at the same time. I do a different thing, and this year I I just put my foot down and doing the broadside. Asked, Please, can I go? And <laughs> she said yes. Hey, <laughs> awesome! <laughs> I am really excited for the broadside bash. I've been more years than I have not been. This is my first year not playing forty k. I'm very excited. My new free people army is absolutely savage. Um, but and I'll be there. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Uh, I have even more shooting, more gunpowder, more cannons. It's pretty nasty. More of all the stuff you like. More of all the stuff uh, I like. So I'm excited to go. I know Frankie's excited to go. What, what's our uh, registration up to? Um, I don't have regular contact with the guys who Got run it, it but it. we were past 17, and I know that was five other people paid. Yeah, not including you guys after that. Yeah. So we should be around 30. It, yeah, I, guess I wouldn't be surprised if we got close to 40, to be honest. Yeah. You think it's, so? It's yeah. going to be a fun I event. I mean, I, we're going to be, it should be a GT for sure, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I would be surprised if it's not. So that's really exciting to get our ITC points. I know I, I need a GT score. I don't have one yet. Um, I don't have one. Wait, no, oh, what am I talking about? What's my Depticon? I can't get yeah. one. All I have is a GT and then the one RTT. Yeah. And so I have I'm, six points. I have a major. No, I, I have a major. I don't have a GT. Ha <laughs> ha. So this will be my GT. That's right. I don't think my death army is going to be dead in time. Just play the uh, blood band. I'll probably be taking the corn army that Pascal's painting right now. Is he not playing? He is not going to be in town or something like that the weekend. Got it. I asked him if he was because uh, I was like eyeing the models. I'm like, are you going to be there playing? He's like, nope. So well, I was like, well. <laughs> you're so, nicking his army. And, but the only thing is I need him to add um, a couple more units that he already wants to do. So I'm just going to buy him. Oh, okay. City paint him up. So he'll get you're going to tell him to add units to Something it? that would take me like six months, honestly, to like assemble and paint. He'll get done in like a day or two. He, yeah, well, that's because they're pros. That, that's exactly right. They go quick. As a matter yeah. of fact, the guy, tree guy I played, he sent stuff to your painting studio to get done. Yeah. So the, uh, the Broadside Bash is going to be April 28th and 29th, if I uh, remember correctly. It's located here in San Diego, California. It's a really Beautiful. fun event. There's a whole mm-hmm. con attached to it. There's also a 40K event. There's a War Machine Hordes event. Yep. They play Drunk Quest. There's all kinds of fun stuff <laughs> going on at Kingdom Con, which is the convention that it's in. Make sure to make an appearance. Come by and have some fun. We will all be there playing. Scott will yeah. be uh, TOing. And it's, I mean, it's San Diego. Why, how, how come you can't convince somebody to come here to 
play to come in to play. Yeah. You can play. They can go enjoy San Diego. Yeah, if it's a significant other. There's plenty of places to go visit if you haven't seen them. I mean, the pier is nice. Just go walk down to the pier. Either of them doesn't matter which one. Um, Belmont to go to the zoo for the day. Balboa Park. You know, so you can convince them that way, and then you can come play with us. Yeah, that's that's why you choose a venue like San Diego. Yeah, it's going to be an absolute blast, and that's a nice segue into talking about the SoCal Open. This is our next big event here at Frontline Gaming. We are running it. It will be in Del Mar, which is in the northern part of San Diego. It's an absolutely beautiful venue. It's a gorgeous location. The hall is gigantic. It's 32,000 yep. square feet. That's basically as big as the LVO 2016s, <clears throat> almost. And being Crosby Hall. And being Crosby Hall. Yeah, it's huge, huge. And- you know, back to the, it's short drive from several really beautiful parks to walk around, look over the cliffs. The beach is right there. The beach. Yeah. Lots of nice things. Yeah. You can wear nice, uh, fine hats. That's only for the race when, when they oh. do the horse races. But uh, yeah. if you want to wear a big hat, even if you're not a lady. You get extra points, right, Scott? Uh, no. No. Well, we're still writing the rules. That's not, that's not. <laughs> oh, wait, this is your rule. It's not mine. Let's put that in the I'm sorry. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe category. <laughs> So I'm still thinking broadside hat. still on the brain. I'm like, no, that's points. not in my pack. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. So registration will open May 1st for that. This is going to be an awesome event. We anticipate it's going to fill up really quickly. I uh, just want to give you guys kind of an idea of where we're going with the structure. Um, we are going to run probably four rounds on Saturday and two rounds on Sunday with a championship round, a third round for only the top two players. And the reason that we're going to do that is that it allows everybody to watch the championship game, which is a lot of fun. Also, it allows you to get a head start heading home if you need to do that. Yeah. Um, depending on attendance. If attendance doesn't require it, we'll do three rounds on Saturday, two on Sunday, plus a championship round. Okay. It'll, it'll depend upon uh, registration figures, but I will be pretty surprised if we don't require that seventh round. So, I, I would think so. Yeah. It's going to be really, really fun. We can't wait. Uh, we're finalizing the player pack now. We're going to have that done uh, in the next week or two. Okay. And uh, that will, <laughs> well, Scott and I have been working on it. Um, and right now we're just hammering out a couple details like um, how we want to handle the sideboard. Uh, uh, what, what kind of uh, battle plans do we want to use, uh, et cetera? Because we're really right. like, I like well, the battle plans you used at the last event. Uh, yeah, and, I think, I've, and I've gone through and fixed them a little bit. So we should probably get a few, well, it's a long time. We should get some plays in with them to see. And we'll have General's Handbook too. So they may have already altered it. Right. Because yep. I know when they talked to everybody at Depticon, one of the things you said came up, and I've heard it on other podcasts, was missions with multiple win conditions, win conditions yeah. uh, secondary things to fight for so that you can split some points, especially for tournaments, because that way you can start separating people. Yeah, you can stratify the field. Because like, everyone, in, uh, they had to sit down with a bunch of community organizers in Age of Sigmar, and one of the questions they asked was, uh, would you like to see additional win conditions on the missions? And like literally everybody raised their hand. Yeah. And everyone was like, the missions are awesome, but they're not the best for tournament play specifically. Not because the missions aren't good, but because no, you end yeah. up with too many people with the same score. Yeah, the missions are great because they do force you to kind of change your army for each just a little bit. But yeah, it's when you're scoring it, when I ran mine, it was way easier to separate everybody. Because I didn't go to major minors, I didn't have to worry about what's killed on the table, which annoyed me because in Sigmar, it doesn't matter what you killed. It's like when, when 40k changed to objectives. And you had players who would argue, because, well, I killed one of your models. Yeah, but I held what I needed to hold. The, the game switched to that now, where you got to get the points, hold the objectives, do the things. And with the, the layers to the mission, I had only, I think there were only one or two who maxed out points. Everybody else had variants thereof, which means when it came time to scoring, nobody was yeah, that close to anybody else. It makes it easy. So uh, definitely keep your eye on frontlinegaming.org. 
we'll come out with that player pack as soon as we are done with it. But do anticipate 2,000 points mm -hmm. uh, running basically out of the general's handbook. We're going to take battle plans that you're familiar with, add some secondary win conditions onto them. Scott's already got a lot of repetitions with the system. We like it. So keep your eye open for that. Make sure to get your ticket quickly. We do anticipate this is going to fill up relatively fast yeah. because uh, Southern California really has had a dearth of competitive GT level events. Yeah. Um, there, there's nothing really. There hasn't been for quite some time. Uh, the Broadside Bash is an awesome event. It's definitely more hobby oriented, fully painted fully army. Fully painted armies, paint gets added in. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you read the packets. You get as much for painting score and um, sports each than you do for winning one game by taking full value points. Yep. It's the same, exact same score. So technically speaking, if you get full points in sports and full points in the other, it's like three games, winning three yep. games. So you're not going to get, not that many people are probably going to get the 24 points per game that are out there to win. Yeah. So you make sure your army looks good. It's fully based, fully painted. Make sure that you're on your best behavior <laughs> or however you want to describe it for sports. Well, I mean, come, come no matter how you are. Yeah. Be, be as, your models painted, be as but fake as you can and pretend to like everybody. Yeah. That's, that's what I do. Yeah. Just All day kidding. long. I'm just kidding. Have a good time. I think that's the best advice you can yeah, give. Yeah, always. Uh, but yeah, th this, uh, this will definitely be a competitive event for the SoCal Open. Very excited. We're also going to have 40K, 30K, uh, Drop Zone Commander, uh, Drop um, Fleet <coughs> Commander, and it sounds like we might have Blood and Plunder as well. Possibly. Maybe and, some Bolt Action. And possibly Bolt Action, right? We're, we're talking to TOs right now about Maybe that. some Warzone? Yeah, you will be playing Warzone by yourself. Just by myself. So what, so what you're saying is if you want to run something, let you guys know. Reach out to us. And... Soon. Yeah, let us know soon if you're a TO and you'd like to run an event. We have plenty of space, yep. but it will go quickly. I guarantee it's going to be full because there's so many people that live in this area and yeah. There's, yeah. there's not an event that represents... And there's um, so many new players jumping in. Yeah. I just played a new guy yesterday mm -hmm. who just moved into the area, knows you guys, awesome. to, knows about the events and, and all that. And I mean, my last, like I said, the last tournament we were talking about, it, it was 10 new people that weren't at the last one I ran with 20 people. We start getting all these people who are joining in one room. You're looking at 45 just in the San Diego area yeah. who are ready to <clears throat> jump down into a tournament. So, yep. It's going to be a blast. And if you do want to help with terrain, haha, definitely could use your help. And again, I want to throw a big shout out to Andy and Jeff. Uh, they're helping organize a, t a terrain team. And then Andy actually found the venue. So, uh, that's one of the hardest parts with getting an event off the ground is finding an affordable venue. That is, yeah. And this is like barely within the definition of affordable. So please buy your ticket and come. Yeah, because the one I'm <laughs> running in the the one I'm running in the summer, we kept uh, I kept looking up venues and emailing back and forth with uh, Nick, and finally he he just said to me, well, you did one at your store, and they're doing a big one down there. Can we do a big one in the store? So that's where we're gonna run it. Yeah. But finding a spot to to play in is is not easy. It is definitely a challenge. So we can't wait to see you guys at the SoCal Open. The first of what I hope is many. And as I understand it, there's a lot more space. So the SoCal Open could grow. Um, they have, they said they have plenty more room. Yeah, they do. That's, yep. that's a huge facility. Yes. I've been there for different uh, things. Gun shows usually take up one of them, but like garden shows will take up two or three of those buildings. Yeah. And we're taking up one. Yeah. So exciting. There's room to grow. I've always wanted to have a big event here in San Diego because for all the reasons you said. Yeah, it's a perfect place. It's, it's such a good place to come visit. And you can convince your spouse way easier to come here in, in October than to go to, oh, let's say Chicago. And October, October here is, is, is like 75 degrees and sunny. Yeah. It's so some of the best weather. Come for your vacation. Winter doesn't usually yeah. roll in until we get close to Christmas and sometimes not even then. Not even until after. And even then yeah. it's like winter. Yeah. Well, it depends. We've had a couple of good wet ones where by November rain. it's starting to get yeah. rainy and it's actually getting cold. 
but October is usually beautiful all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, it's one of the best. Um, September, October, and then the spring are the best months to be. Yeah, after all the rain and everything, yeah. it's green rather than brown. Yeah. So anyway, we can't wait to see you all there. It's going to be super exciting. Uh, make sure to mark your calendars for May 1st. Right after you go to the Broadside Bash, check out registration for the SoCal Open. Right. Uh, let's talk about the ITC Championships rankings for Age of Sigmar. Uh, also, we got 30K on the way for the ITC. That's going to be fun. Ooh. And we're working on a hobby track for the ITC, too, Ooh. where you can actually yeah, compete. Yeah, you can compete to be the best death faction hobbyist in the south of the United States. Or, you know, it'll, it'll be almost identical to the competitive track. Right. So we'll get more information as that develops. But um, top 10, currently Age of Sigmar. Michael Birch is in first that's place. Michael, that's the last name, Birch. There you go. Yep, followed by Sam Valdez, Zach Lopez in third, Ryan... Uh, Ariola in fourth, Robert Woods in fifth, Alex Gonzalez in sixth, Joshua Harvey in seventh, eighth is David Griffin, Griffin, James Hill yep. in ninth, and Jason Hyde. He, he emailed me and he told me how to say his name because uh, <laughs> I said it like Hildy or something like yeah. that. Uh, all, again, if you want to check out what these guys are playing, who they played, what events they've been to, go it's to Best Coast Games. Yep, and if you I can check it out. I was going out this morning and picking back and forth through the games and it's pretty awesome so i'd remember everybody's name and then failed yeah. you know. but uh if you want to go check it out you can definitely go see what they're playing if it's a sponsored event they went to you can see their list it's a pretty pretty incredible uh top three clubs currently um your mom's garage, your mom's garage. still leading the pack love it they were there <laughs> betty's fighting havanikins nice also <laughs> an amazing name is right. the second third the mojave wargaming club. club more of a traditional name i, I, I like mm-hmm. that uh, top Beast Claw Raiders, let me guess. Is it Sam? Oh, it's not. No. Yep. Jonathan Camacho. Because his mixed. Got it. So oh, that's right. Just Beast Claw. That's right. He's he's destruction. Pablo is down at the bottom of that because it's a it's a short field. He, he also went 0-3, which we like to remind him of. Every day. As yeah. much as possible. <laughs> when he walks into work. Uh, Bl- Bone Splitter is number one. Is Grant Popsubay. The only one up there. Yeah, well, it's easy to win and when you're the only one running the race. Keep going, Grant. Uh, Again, this will populate as we go through the season, but you know what? Enjoy it while you're number one. Zach, Zach Lopez leads Chaos. Death currently is led by Alex Gonzalez. You're going to be gunning, gunning for him. Sam Valdez is leading Destruction. There, Destruction, yep, that as an overall. Uh, Disciples of Zinch is Michael Birch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flesh Eater Courts, Lance She. Fire Slayers, nobody. nobody. Somebody just go to one event with Fire Slayers, please. Well, as soon as the General Sandbook I'm, 2 comes out and fixes their I'm points. I'm so tempted as yeah. I walk out. Just go. Just take it. Pocket that somebody's not using point. and then show up to, to Even broadside. Even if you get an attendance for one game and drop. That's yep. points. <laughs> get, get, go get an attendance point. <laughs> yep. You'll be in first place. You'll be in first place. You'll get your name uh, called yeah. on this. Oh, who thousands is of people. Yes. With his name in all caps, first place Iron Jaws, Scott Reed. Wow. Out of 16 who are scoring in that, that field. It's a very short field. I have two, and one guy has two, and the one who's not that far behind has one game, so I assume next time he plays, he'll jump over me. But I'm going to enjoy it while it's there. Enjoy it, because I'm not even in anywhere near any of that. Uh, Corn Bloodbound, Frank Deloach is in first place. Frank's an awesome dude. Order, James yeah. Hill is currently leading the pack. Seraphon, we have Jarrett Zazueta. Nice. Skaven Pestilence, we have John Fuhrhelm. Well done, John. Right, John. Uh, Stormcast Eternals, we have Adam Mofrad. Sylvaneth Vlad Nika, which is a badass name. And Adam Mofrad is also um, our master class painter. Yes, he is up yep. in the bay. So well done to our top 10. Way to go, guys. Do you want to jump over and we can look at events coming up? Yep. So we've got a couple of events coming up. we got the Unbound April Sigmar tournament. No, I cleaned that up. Don't read it twice. The Unbound I cleaned that up. April... 
the Unbounds April Sigmar tournament, and that's yep, in yep. Scottsdale, Arizona. We have Age of Sigmar Bad Saturday at Marion. And then uh, Chaos uh, Ludwig in Alaria Crown. Crown. Or is that in Canada? Is that Yep. Okay. That's in Canada. Age of Sigmar Michigan GT. That's in uh, Hoyt, Michigan. Broadside Bash, obviously here in, in San, San Diego. Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, Age of Sigmar Tournament two. 2 in Brooklyn, New York. And GarotsCon 2017 in Alberta, Canada. Awesome. Yeah, it's nice to see that list getting a little bit bigger every time we well, review. Yeah, yeah. Yep. it'll gain momentum as we go. It was just like, it was just like the, the first season for 40K. Right, and this is really, I would say, the first season for Age of Sigmar. I mean, we had it last year, but it was mostly halfway through the year, and we started it. Well, and, and it's really and now we're probably point. close to 300. Last time I looked, it was 260-something yep. who've actually registered, registered scores. And that's, we're only a couple months into the season. And there were two, week, nice. uh, two tournaments just locally, well, California locally this weekend. And locally in California means that I took seven hours to drive. Yeah. yeah. Well, California's a big place. It's a big place. Mm-hmm. And then the Australians laugh. <laughs> going seven hours is like going to the next town. And then All the right. Brits always cry. Yes. So what about a hobby? What have you guys gotten done in your hobby uh, lately? Jason, you've been assembling quite a few skeletons. Yeah. Just working on my death army for the most part whenever I get a chance. Um, it's slow going as, as usual. But you know what? Skeletons are slow going. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So there is a theme. There you go. Um, I got all of the rest of my uh, crossbowmen primed. I got my new general with a banner on horse uh, assembled and primed. I've also got all my swordsmen assembled, primed, and I've got a base coat on a couple of them. So I actually got quite a bit done. Did you get Balthazar Gelt done? Uh, I am not using Balthazar Gelt. Ridiculous. (laughs) What about you, Scott? Um, Actually, uh, my iron jaws that I used, I got all of them tabletop except for one unit of five brutes. Well done. And that was basically, I had to finish the, the Gorg Runners, I had to finish the 10 with two hand weapons, right. and that was it, actually. Those are the ones I had to do, but that's 15, 15-ish models. It's that's like great. Scott's like 10th army. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got my eye on a couple. I, I want to do, obviously, I'm going to do uh, Clan Pestilence next, because we got all the models for free mm-hmm. uh, from, uh, at Adepticon, we got most of them. Oh, yeah? Yeah, from the winnings, all the, the other guys gave them to me. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, but I've been looking at Flesh Eater Quartz Locks. I have, I have 50 goals. They sound so great, but I never see them topping. topping uh, I don't even know about like, topping, but like, they look good. Like the, um, um, the guys with the wings, I can't remember their names. They do mortal wounds, and they have like three attacks each, and you get, get them up to four. The Vargolf or the Vargeists? It's the Vargeists. No, 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 the, no, the Vargeists. Vargeists. So I was like, you could take a nine, unit of nine, give them a bonus attack. They have four attacks each. And then on a six, mm-hmm. they do a mortal wound. So you right. can look for some combos, give him plus one to hit, or you can lump in a necromancer somewhere and say, "Hey, do that again," yeah, because that's his power. Can he? But that only works on zombies, skeletons, and ghouls. No, don't, no. I don't. No, no mordant. No, it works on all the keyword death. The mm-hmm. the the dance macabre. Yeah. Oh, Skele- okay. it works on the skeleton one, which is bone rattle. I think is their key. Mm-hmm. Got it. The the wow. death ones and for the. It would break my uh, faction alliance, but I don't think it matters for me. I don't know if it would make too big of a difference. But uh, and then they're one of their core battalions. The ghouls just they um, they all start off the table, and then they come on the table, which is great for board control of taking objectives. But then you're constantly regenerating guys, and yep. you don't need points to do that. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't matter now. I think, but if they ever come out with a book and update it, that could be a problem. Fielding something outside. Because they're before all those rules, so... I think that, as I understand it, if you're regenerating a unit, you don't need points as long as it doesn't take it like beyond its starting. Correct. As long as you go past your start, you're good. And I already have 50 ghouls, which is like the bulk of it, so I was like, this 
this would not be too much more of an effort to, to get this up and running. And some of the units are really good. The uh, Abhorrent Ghoul King on the Zombie Dragon is a beast. Yeah, that's... Any, anything that brings back models is just tough to get off the table. That's why yeah. when I faced both those Zinch armies, if there's anything that had that keyword, if they roll a one, you put more on, it would just parry attacks and it would get rid of them. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I could play the Disciples of Zinch army. I wouldn't really care. It's like, oh, you killed 10 ghouls with mortal wounds, whatever. Here, they're back. Right. I, I think that the army would be pretty good, although I think you would struggle with a hardcore melee army. Well, you have to keep your, and you have to keep your heroes nearby, so a shooting army that can tag people out. Yeah. No, you have lots of models, and they're roughly the same size, so you can kind of yeah. shelter them a bit from fighting or from shooting, but he needs to be there near for that key yeah. to work. And they're not the fastest army, but I think using the ghouls to come in from all sides, yeah. I think that, that that would help. And they're all base uh, Bravery 10, so they, they'll hang in there. Yeah, the Bravery 10 is just hard so to get good. off the table. Oh, God, it's good. And, so, I mean, to what, two swings per guy, and they can reach across their own bases because they're fielded on 25. Yes, they are. It's like, yeah. oh, they have two swings per guy, but you can get up to like three or four pretty easy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, not bad. The ghouls are not bad. At LVO, it was this, uh, that's what I did on the stream. Was finding a guy that he just lined up those ghouls and got a boatload of attacks into my poor green skins, and that was it for them. <laughs> yeah. So that, that I think that's going to be next for me, just because I already I already have the models. Yeah. <clears throat> I have the majority of it already done, um, and then I definitely do want to get the Sylvaneth and Beastmen too. Mm -hmm. But you already have the Sylvaneth start right i'm not sylvaneth um i do already have the sylvaneth army painted but uh, i haven't touched it yeah uh some of the i'm letting the other people in the office use it but um uh not uh, the skaven excuse me uh skaven skaven yeah. yeah so anyway guys thank you so much for joining us i hope you enjoyed this episode of the ninth realm uh make sure to join us for the random drawing to win either shadow war armageddon fully painted glockin with one of my it's gorgeous one of my free people's dead on the base and then, of course, three units of uh, Stormcast Channel Vanguard. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to be giving away. All you have to do is sign up for the newsletter. Go to frontlinegaming.org. Click on the blog post that is uh, congruent with that giveaway. And it's very easy to do. Awesome. And that's yeah, going to happen on May 2nd. We're going to give that away. And there's none of those left. And no. apparently it still has all of its terrain. In the world. No. Yeah. It's, a, it's an amazing. It's a really, really cool game. People have been loving it. So thank you for joining us. And we will talk to you all next week. Bye.